0: I'm Katherine Zox, your social worker with a microphone, and you're listening to The Katherine Zox Show. Joining me today is 27-year-old Starly Santos, a vlogger, uh, dating in every country around the world. And she's going to tell us our story. 27-year-old Starly Santos, a graduate of Columbia University and full-time cryptocurrency trader, is going on a date with a local man in every country around the world and sharing it all on social media. She's creating videos of each date that engage the audience by exploring different cultures as well as being fully transparent about dating life as a single young woman. While she is inspiring other women to travel alone on her Instagram and TikTok, starly.dates, she's also sharing her reflection on what she learned about each new culture from her dates. In addition, she uses her platform to take on some vitally serious issues behind the glamour. In a recent post, she opened up about struggling with depression and attempted suicide following the death of her mother after a long battle with Alzheimer's. She says, traveling makes her feel grateful to be alive and excited for the future. And I'm quoting her, it lights my soul on fire. Welcome to the show. Nice to have you on, Starly. Thank you so much, Catherine. Yeah. Well, I have to say, traveling does the same for me. And I'm not in your (laughs) age group. But I wish I were. I wish I were 27 traveling around dating all these guys from around the world, men. Uh, So... (laughs) How did you come up with that idea? That is so clever. I, I, I love it. Um, yeah, let's start from the beginning of this journey. I know you traveled a lot before you started dating everybody. So it kind of, I assume, mm-hmm. emanated from that.
1: Yeah, so basically I've been nomadic for the past five years. After graduating college, I knew I wanted to travel while I was still young, you know, before I had real responsibilities and all that. Um, and naturally I would meet people and sometimes they were romantic interests. I'd go on dates and I would just tell my friends about it naturally, like when we're updating each other on our lives and they would tell me like, this is so interesting. You should blog or like write or something. And I never really felt called to, um, until more recently and also getting a little bit more systematic about it in terms of like, I always wanted to go to every country in the world. Um, but just add, you know, spice it up a bit by dating. And another thing that sort of inspired me is my two ex boyfriends, I guess, is one was Dutch, um, from the Netherlands, and another one was Indian, like from India. And those two cultures are miles apart. Um, but for whatever reason, I fell in love with both of them. And then it just got me curious, sort of like what other cultures might I be really drawn to. And I just don't know from lack of exposure. Um, so kind of all of that wrapped up into one inspired me, uh, to start this journey.
0: So that was the perfect storm traveling to all these countries, wanting to travel every country mm-hmm. in the world, and then having these two boyfriends, one from in one from Mumbai and the other mm-hmm. one from the Netherlands. Let's start with Mm -hmm. the two boyfriends. How did that? Because I like, let's, I want to hear specifically because, well, I've been to Mumbai and I've been to, and, and have uh, friends, know people there, and then also Mm -hmm. the Netherlands. So, what was the big difference between these two boyfriends?
1: Past boyfriends. They're not boyfriends anymore. Yeah. Yeah. No. Yeah. Ex boyfriends. (laughs) Ex
0: boyfriends. Yeah. Um, Ex.
1: So the first one was from Rotterdam in the Netherlands, and that was, we dated for about a year and a half immediately after I graduated college. And the Netherlands is very developed, very modern, urban, everyone is very orderly, um, and also like white, blonde, blue eyes, et cetera. That's the stereotype, right? Yep. And India is almost the exact opposite. It's very chaotic. It's not as developed. Um you know, not as organized, totally different physical features. So, really, really vastly different. Um, and I guess i might, maybe I'm just a complex individual and I was drawn to different facets of each. Um, but yeah, so then the, so I dated the Dutch guy for about a year and a half in 2018 to, to mid 2019. And then the Indian guy I met in 2021. And that was like six months and he was just, he was very traditional. I learned all about like arranged marriages, the caste system, Hinduism, yoga, meditation. Um, and I was just really inspired by it. But again, just kind of comparing the two, I was like, that's it's very interesting that I could be drawn to both. Uh, and then just got me really curious about just all cultures around the world, making me want to kind of explore more and learn more
0: and starley it's different at least i hear you saying that it's different dating different men in their own in their own country i mean because you could date somebody mm-hmm. from mumbai in the united states or from the netherlands or from you know many countries mm-hmm. but that's not but the experience of actually being in country with the, that boyfriend who is lives there mm-hmm. is very di- is different right
1: so so totally different and i think I think a big part, obviously the United States is a melting pot and that's lovely, but so I'm also first generation in the United States. My parents are from Dominican Republic. Um, I think that also partially inspired me, um, growing up, I would go visit my family in Dominican Republic and it's a totally different experience. So I think when people are, for example, foreign and in, let's say the United States, they're not in their element and they also don't have access who as many of, you know, their cultural comforts to be able to share. Whereas, you know, when I'm actually in that country, I think the biggest thing is when I get to be with their entire family. Uh, I think that's when a lot of culture really shows, you know, like the grandma, the grandpa's, you know, cooking different foods in their home, um, you know, visiting places they went when they were younger. I think that's when you really get to like learn some, like more about a person, about a culture. So I think it's a completely different experience and way more insightful um, when you actually go visit the countries rather than just being dating someone in the U.S. who's from somewhere else.
0: Well, you mentioned the grandmas, you mentioned the family, extended family, they're all Mm -hmm. seeing you as a girlfriend, as a young, single woman in their country, dating their, whatever the relationship is to the man you're dating. Mm -hmm. Uh, There are very different cultural views of young, single women traveling in different countries Mm -hmm. and expectations for how you should behave. So tell me some of those reactions. I mean, yeah.
1: Yeah, definitely. So I think the biggest one, so obviously, like Latin America is a bit more open. For example, in Brazil, right, you know, um, it's more common to for women to not wear as much clothes. You know, there could be women like just in bathing suits or, you know, really short shorts, and that's normal. Whereas, you know, when you're in a country like India or some of the Muslim countries – women can't really show anything. So I thought one thing that was interesting was like when I was dating the Indian guy, um, he really encouraged me to like wear long pants, wear long sleeves, like be very conservative. Um, I think that was like a very poignant difference when I was like, okay, I do, you know, I'm adhering to different social customs and different points of view on what a woman should be. Um, And then also same thing is like, for example, Um, people get married a lot younger in certain parts of the world or older and so even just my age and also yeah what I'm doing dating there dating is not even a concept in some countries because like I said they just have like arranged marriages so luckily the guy I dated in India was a bit more westernized and modern um, than the really really traditional places but I do think going into some of the more conservative countries, I'll have to be a bit more careful to, you know, adhering to social customs and respecting them um, just to not offend anyone and, and really try to um, stick to the cultural guidelines while I'm there.
0: How do you meet your dates or do you meet them differently in different countries or in yeah, different so it's places? It's different
1: yeah? um, depending on the country. Some, because I've already traveled, some I've already met, um, some I will meet through mutual friends. Some I really just meet when I arrive, just by being social. And if I don't have any other way, then I'll hop on the dating apps. Um, Bumble is my favorite because the girl gets to message first. Um, so I have a bit more control, obviously, because I'm going into these countries not knowing people. I feel a bit more comfortable um, on Bumble.
0: Well, you went to Columbia, or graduated from Columbia, I assume that uh, Columbia mm-hmm. has a lot of Graduate or students who have graduated all around the world. Do you connect with any of them?
1: Yes. Yeah, so actually, um, my date for Columbia the, went to <laughs> Columbia, the country. Yeah. <laughs> also went to Columbia, the university. <laughs> I not so one. Yeah. So he was. So we actually knew each other in college. Um, he was born and raised in Columbia, like the country. His family's from there, and then he went to school in New York City. We weren't that close in college, actually. Um, but we sort of reconnected later. And also in India, my date was not from college, but I have a friend there who hosted me. So I stayed with him. He's one of my good friends in college and he knew my date through like a mutual connection, but it definitely comes in handy knowing so many sort of people from around the world. And I have a few dates lined up that also I either new from college, or they have connected me with someone in their country. So it's definitely helpful.
0: What happens when you meet somebody and you really like them and they really like you, <laughs> you hook up with them. And then I'm on to, you know, I'm in Colombia, but I'm, I'm on to, uh, Brazil. Yeah, next. Yeah, I yeah. Can't. yeah. So what happens?
1: It is a very valid question. I've gotten this a lot. So actually most recently what happened So Mr. Bombay, This is different from my ex-boyfriend who's Indian. Mr. Rambe, I just met for the, you know, the date purposes and we really hit off. He was the only date that I even like kissed Um, and got sort of intimate with. And then obviously I had to leave and I had my date from Thailand and Indonesia since then, upcoming one. And we've talked about meeting up in another country, so Maybe next month I'll be in Sri Lanka, and so he might meet me there. And the way I see it is, like, we can keep in touch. All my dates know exactly what I'm doing. They know what they've signed up for. It has been a bit tricky to navigate, and, you know, we've had some conversations about it and what to expect and what, you know, the possibilities are. Um, but I would say it's a work in progress, and <laughs> we will have to see what happens. But uh, I think overall I meet people that I like. We stay in touch, and I just don't know where life is going to take me. Well, I mean, it's so
0: exciting, and I think one of the things you're doing, I don't know if I mentioned this at the beginning or not, but you uh, you talk about this, you know, breaking the stigma of women traveling alone. Is there still a stigma? Mm-hmm. I mean, there was when I was traveling, when, uh, when I was single, but mm-hmm. is there still a stigma of women traveling alone today?
1: I feel like I find it all the time, and I personally – don't sort of wear that chip on my shoulder. I am maybe a bit more fearless, but a lot, a lot of my female friends, and even now followers that, you know, I don't even know, but they follow my journey, have been messaging me, you know, what do you do to stay safe? Aren't you scared? Um, you know, you're, I've had actually a ton of people say that I'm going to get kidnapped or murdered when I first, you know, when they first see my video about what I'm doing. Um, so I think there's still a ton, a ton of stigma against female travelers and and safety concerns. And even my friends that I travel with sometimes will always be a lot more paranoid. And I think for me, because I've been to so many countries, and I think also having grown up with Dominican parents and Dominican Republic being a thorough rural country for the majority of my upbringing um, and having sort of a bad reputation and then me going firsthand and realizing that it's actually not as unsafe as you know, the reputation might seem made me a bit more open-minded to visit other countries where you hear on the news that it's dangerous or people get kidnapped or whatever. And knowing like, okay, I, as long as I keep my wits about me, um, I think I could be safe. And to be honest, I could say the same thing about New York City. Like there's places where I do not feel safe as a woman, as a human being. Right. And yeah. there's places that I do. So I think every country sort of has that. And as long as you you know, keep your wits about you, take normal safety precautions, you can still sort of explore the beauty of that country. And I think there's a lot of fear mongering in the media, um, because, you know, scary things sell. And it does scare a lot of women like, don't go here, don't go here. So I really do want to show people that countries that may be perceived as dangerous in the news um, are actually quite beautiful and, and safe to visit.
0: Yeah, I think that's a good point because I think the the media it does do that fear mongering. And uh, I'll take India mm-hmm. for instance. And I traveled around India. Uh, India mm-hmm. is a, a subcontinent, and they'll the, they'll pick out one little inc- one incident, maybe not so little that that happened mm-hmm. in in a violence in in part of the country, but that's not the whole, you know, continent right. or a subcontinent. Yeah, so that's important. And also, like you said, you come from the Dominican Republic, not some. Uh, maybe middle class uh, suburb in in the United States where things are pretty cushy mm-hmm. all the time. So you've had you, the con. You came from a different context, which is helpful. It sounds like and in, in right. your travels, yeah. And
1: also, I mean, for example, my sister now lives in in Austin, Texas, and when I visit her, I get an Amber alert on my phone like every hour. It seems. And same thing in New York. You know, there's a lot of crime and danger. So I think it just happens everywhere in the world. And to sort of extract just these small details um, when there's so much more to that country and, you know, base your judgments off of that, I think is a bit unfair. Do you do research?
0: Let's say, you know, you decide where you're going to go next. You have the I mean, get all the information you can get about where you're going.
1: I am actually quite bad with that. I really don't. Um, And like I said, I'm a bit more uh, carefree when it comes to that. And so I don't really recommend it to most people. Um, But like I said, I I think even in general, I have more of a level head and more situational awareness than the average person um, to be able to be like that, if that makes sense.
0: It makes sense. I mean, I'm looking at your picture. You're very beautiful. You go and you're very smart. You graduated from Columbia. So you've got some. Yeah. So you're in pretty good stead. I think it sounds like
1: I personally don't really drink alcohol. Um, And so obviously I know a lot of people that go out and, you know, they're inhibited their judgments and decisions um, from drinking. I think that poses a lot of danger that I basically just don't encounter because I don't really drink.
0: What's it like sharing your life with everybody on TikTok? (laughs) (laughs) Um,
1: It can be a bit nerve wracking. At first, I was like so embarrassed because it's not just sharing my life, but also sharing my dating life, right? Which is like, you know, as personal as it gets pretty much. Um, So it definitely took a bit of getting used to and still is in terms of like how much I should share, maybe what I shouldn't share. Um, But overall, it's been really great. I've had honestly a lot better feedback than I ever expected. There's been women like reaching out to me saying that I'm inspiring them to start dating again. There was a woman who recently had gone through a divorce and, you know, was kind of afraid to get back out there and said I inspired her and a lot of travelers that have reached out, um, that have supported me in terms of like, yes, like they also agree with all the stigma against, you know, solo travel as a female and want to show the whole world that it's okay and that it's safe. Um, so, yeah, I was definitely nervous at first, but now it's actually a ton of fun. And I've connected with people literally from all over the world, reaching out, saying, like, you know, let me know when you're in my country. I can show you around. And, and I mean both as dates and also just other women just wanting to be my friend. So it's been actually really lovely and really fulfilling and continues to sort of motivate me to continue. That's all the good stuff. Now, tell us also,
0: how do you handle <laughs> the negative. The, you know, the negative responses yeah. you get. What do you do with that? So, How do you handle it? Yeah.
1: So I think me and my sister discussed this kind of before I ever started. Um, what are you going to do about all the negativity? So for a bit, I ignored it. Um, if there's comments that I think are really ignorant, I'll just kind of politely correct them. I try not to engage or fight back or drop down to their level. I think anyone who's like spreading hate and negativity to strangers on the internet. Like, honestly, I feel bad for them. They probably have their own problems to sort out. Um, sometimes, like, little things get to me. And I read this study because I studied psychology that for every negative comment that you get, you need 15 positive comments to neutralize that effect that it has on you.
0: All right, I'm writing and that down. I try to
1: keep that in mind.
0: <laughs> I said, I'm writing that down. 15 you need oh. to balance out the one. Yeah. Is that what you're saying? Okay.
1: 15 to neutralize the one. And obviously it's an average this is a study. Um, but I just, I try to keep that in mind of like, Hey, it's one negative comment. Don't let it sort of equal the weight to all the positive comments that you're getting. So, you know, not, not to let that outweigh all the people that tell me that, you know, I'm inspiring them or, or all the positive things that I'm getting back. So I won't lie. Sometimes I'm a little like Oh yikes! Um, but for the most part, I try to just keep on keeping on. Well, it
0: mentioned that you mentioned your sister who lives in Austin. I'm assuming that she's a a, mm-hmm. a, a great supporter. Uh, that she's involved with. Uh, she doesn't do what you're doing, but that you have her to lean back on to run things by, um, and that that's helpful.
1: Yeah, so it's a beginning. Yes, definitely. We're actually not speaking right now for like, oh, okay. from like a well. little dumb sister fight that we had. But I mean, you know, these things happen. And in general, she is less than a year older than I am. We're two peas in a pod. She loved the idea. You know, when I first told her about it, and we brainstormed together and she does really, really me um, overall. It's just not, it's, you know, this particular moment. But that's how sisterhood is. And I think most people, you know, that have sisters know that that, that sort of thing happens. But yeah, she has been really supportive. And she's traveled with me um, to a lot of places around the world. She also loves to travel. So she totally gets sort of where I'm coming from.
0: You've been on dates in 2012 countries. So where do you want to go next? What's the most, where are the Next countries that are on your so journey. Next, yeah.
1: Um, on Sunday, I'm flying to Singapore and I already have my date lined up. We did meet through Bumble, but he already sent me like this questionnaire with like all these <laughs> kind of cute questions to help him plan out our date. And he also, he took the whole day off to like show me all around Singapore. So I'm very excited for that. He He really went out of his way. And after that, I am booked for Manila in the Philippines. And my date there, he actually reached out on Instagram. Um, He had just, you know, seen my videos. He's a photojournalist documenting uh, war crimes in the Philippines. And he's had his work published in the L.A. Times, New York Times, CNN, um, you know, tackling really real humanitarian issues. And he seems like, you know, a really interesting person who has incredible stories. Um, So I'm very excited for that as well. So none
0: of these men seem like one of the meal dates that many of us have had (laughs) or have, (laughs) Uh, but you're, and as you, uh, it seems to me is as you sort of build up your reputation, you're getting all the, well, this guy sounds really interesting, as you say, he's, um, yeah. yeah. So um, is that one of your goals? I mean, the more, uh, does it start with kind of, I I don't know. Yeah.
1: So one, (laughs) Yeah. Is I I do notice I've always had quite high standards for dates. Like even just when I talk to my friends who are also very high value women, by the way. But you know, yeah. they will. And I don't even want to say settled because there's nothing wrong with a casual date. Um. And I and I will go on them, but I I'm not doing anything special. Um. I've just put myself out there and I choose dates that seem to show effort, right? And I you know, and I get a lot of. DMs or messages or or requests. So I think I'm in a unique position where I'm getting a lot of date offers and I have the privilege to choose, obviously. Um, I think that's part of it, but also in general, because I've, you know, gone for men that maybe don't show enough effort in me or, you know, that don't text me back or whatever. And and so part of this is I do want to show women that there are men out there who are willing to go the extra mile and treat them like a princess and give them the time of day, Um, you know, these men are out there. Maybe you have to be a bit more selective, you know, um, but you will find them. I don't think anyone should settle for, for anybody that's not giving them the time or the attention that they deserve. So you choose,
0: you make, those are your choices, right? You don't settle for, it doesn't sound like for any of these dates. These are people that you've, you've chosen and you're very careful about who you choose.
1: For the most part, especially, yeah, especially when I, for example, if it's a mutual connection, obviously I already know that they're safe, reliable, trustworthy, you know, good people they've been vetted, but especially when I'm going to these countries and it's a totally blind date, um, I'm a little bit more careful in those situations. I'll go through their social media profiles, I'll chat with them a little bit, um, you know, see what they have in mind, Um, but even still kind of have all my wits about me, meet in public places, things like that.
0: And you also uh, have, I guess you've had some attention from a major film director doing a short film, Mm -hmm. discussions with a Bollywood TV producer about creating a series. (laughs) Uh, uh, We only have a few minutes left, so that's going to be my last question. Let's talk about the Bollywood series or the possibility of one.
1: Okay, so that was actually kind of funny. So I actually think he wanted to go on a date with me and... (laughs) So he, because he, he had messaged me um, before I even went to India before I chose my dates. And then um, we didn't end up meeting when I was in Bombay. And then after he continued to follow me, he liked sort of my things. Um, but then one day he messaged me and was like, you know, you have really interesting stories and a, and a great camera presence. Um, next time you're here, we should meet up and talk about inspiring a series. And he has two, because I've lurked his social media, obviously, two quite successful um, Bollywood sort of TV series. I, I haven't watched them or anything, but I can see the links and not all the followers and whatnot. So I do think he does think I'm interesting, but I also think a little bit, he kind of wants to just meet me and take me on a date.
0: <laughs> it's just, come on, it's a pretty good one, a Bollywood series. That's not too bad, right? right?
1: Yeah. <laughs> not too bad.
0: <laughs> I think that sounds great. All right, so. We do just have a couple minutes left. So uh, your website, I have the website, starlysantos.com, but there are a lot of other mm-hmm. places that we can see you, obviously TikTok. So give us the whole the whole picture of yeah, how we so can follow you. Yeah, so
1: I am on Instagram and TikTok, and it's Dates for both of those. I'm a bit more active on Instagram only because through stories, Um, People can reply, so I ask a lot of questions, and then I post replies from, like, different followers. So they're usually, like, date-focused questions, you know, best date, worst date, sometimes travel-focused. Sometimes they're, like, kind of funny or embarrassing. I do really interesting polls, like, uh, how old were you when you lost your virginity, and comparing (laughs) across cultures because, you know, the age varies depending on where you are in the world. So I would say Instagram, but you can find me on TikTok as well. And eventually I am going to start a YouTube channel. I just haven't gotten to
0: it yet. Well, Starly Santos, what an exciting life. And you're only 27 years old, dating in every country (laughs) around the world. I love it. I'm going to follow you. Uh, Thanks so much for being on the show today. It was really a lot of fun. Thank you for having me. I'm Catherine Zox, your social worker with a microphone, and you've been listening to The Catherine Zox Show.